Welcome back to another episode of the Tweet Show Podcast. As always, I am your host, Chandler Tweet. On today's episode, we got week one in the NFL season. So I'm going to recap all everything that went down week one. So with that being said, let's jump right into it. I'm so excited the football's back. So NFL football is officially back, and I'm so excited for it. For 17 more weeks of football and just football in general so <clears throat> let's jump right into it with all the games so i'm going to start with uh give you my thoughts and kind of recap the uh game so we'll start with the uh saints falcons as the uh saints won 27 to 6 poor falcons uh blew another fourth quarter lead you always hate to see that and i guess there were what there was like 10 minutes left and they were up i believe 16 going in or in the fourth quarter and then obviously they blew it so once again the falcons being the falcons and you always hate to see that with the falcons because they seem like such a likable team but then they always do things like this where they always blow a lead getting going back to the super bowl i mean there's other situations where they blow leads and it's just it's it's real tough to be a falcons fan i bet sometimes it's like why do i keep continue to root for this team if they keep blowing fourth quarter leads or major leads and they keep losing and all that stuff it's like real frustrating so um also um on the uh falcon side of things if we're going to continue focusing on the falcons uh, i thought marcus Mariota did okay wasn't great his quarterback rating was like a 57.9 which i guess is pretty solid not great not bad either it was just okay it was solid um there were some like a couple things I thought from the uh, Falcon side of things. I thought the uh, Cordell Patterson's still a really good player for them. He had a uh, for being 31 years old, he uh, had a career high in carrying the ball 22 times for 120 120 yards for one touchdown. He also caught three balls for 16 yards. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I mean, then plus the defense at, at the end for the Falcons obviously didn't help. You know, blowing that lead, but I felt like. There is like, uh, what's his face? Uh, what's the what's the uh, Falcons' corner's name? I believe his name is AJ Terrells. If I'm saying that correctly, maybe I'm saying it wrong. I probably am. I apologize. But um, uh, Michael Thomas had like two catches against him in like the red zone. So obviously that kind of helped the Saints get back into it. But anyways, I thought obviously the Falcons are gonna be like the Falcons are not gonna be any good this year probably. But like. It's going to be interesting to see how well they are going to be. Like, if they're going to be, like, really bad or just, like, kind of, like, frisky, like, in a sense. I don't know. Because, like, there's, like, because, like, there's, I feel like there's levels to, like, NFL teams. There's the really good, like, the greats, good, average, or not average, but frisky, bad, trash, or something like that. There's, like certain levels of NFL teams. And I feel like the Falcons are like sort of in the uh, frisky slash bad section. They're somewhere in the middle in between there. So I guess like, yeah, I mean, obviously they look kind of good, you know, heading into heading into the fourth quarter. Like, oh, they're probably going to beat the Saints here. And we were having, you know, the, the narrative was going to be like, oh, uh, what's wrong with the Saints or this, that. We're, you know, we were going to have a real different narrative with that with that game about the saints and if, if they're good or if they're not good, you know, stuff like that. And maybe we're, we're going to be, maybe, maybe have the same situation kind of with the bears, but we'll get into the bears later. So like I said, it's going to be 
Real interesting to see how the Falcons uh, season goes from here. As for the Saints side of it, obviously it was a great, great job of executing and coming back against the uh, Falcons. Obviously not hard to do, but obviously Jameis Winston, obviously he, I felt like he played slightly better. But again, here's the thing about these quarterback ratings. Like I get him, but like at the same time, like his quarterback rating was a 53. So it's like he played average, but I thought he played pretty solid too. Like I thought he actually played pretty well. So, so it's going to be interesting. I thought their run game needs to needs to play better so obviously like they had the good offensive line but like they just i just felt like they just didn't uh run the ball as well as i thought they could have but uh, like Taysom hill like had like some good yardage but like alvin Kamara only had like nine carries so it's like you gotta give you gotta give your alvin Kamara the ball so i feel like he needs to be in the uh 20 range to have a good a good year you know typically so um uh, yeah, I guess like the Saints defense also had a pretty solid thing going for them. So uh, I don't know. It's just like I didn't. Now here's the thing: I was like trying to watch as much games as possible because it's like hard sometimes. Because well, one, I was I had to go uh, do lunch with some family members, so it's kind of like it was kind of tough watching all the games. But I watched as much as I could, obviously. So like I said, it was like I was somewhere in the middle where. Like, I was having lunch, but then luckily we were at my parents' house doing the lunch. I could just kind of, like, flip in back and forth and look at scores on my phone. So I got to continue to try my best to uh, assessuate the games and all that stuff. So anyways, it's like, I don't know what to expect now for the uh, Saints. I feel like they're, because I, originally I thought they were probably going to win the, the division. Like, I don't know if my thoughts are going to change by me seeing this performance by them, if they're going to win the division or not. So it's like I still think they might. I think you know it's week one. Everybody has like sort of a bad performance in a sense. So I'm not gonna try and overreact too much from this game. But um, I just I don't know. There's some things about this game. I was like, ah, we should probably keep our eyes on on this. So I'm gonna keep my eyes on the Saints and see how they do next time, uh, next week. I think they play the um, who do they play? They play the no. Who do they play? They play the Rams. I think. Yeah, they, no, 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 no. They play the Bucks next week. They got the Bucks, so that's gonna be a sneaky good. That's gonna be a good game. No, okay. The Falcons play the Rams, so like I said, I think this was kind of a weird game to see. Not a weird game, but like it was just like one of those games you would like, you know, you kind of see the score. You're like, oh, the Falcons are up, and then the next thing you know, they're like, How, when does the Saints start coming back? How did this happen? So, yeah. Uh, next game we have on the agenda is the uh, Browns and Panthers, and. Uh, my thoughts on the Panthers were, I guess Baker didn't get his revenge on his old teams, the Cleveland Browns, but I thought he played okay. Obviously, he had his moments where he kind of struggled in the beginning of the game, but then he kind of like started playing, I think, a lot better in the second half of the game. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how the uh, Panthers' uh, offense um, continues to uh, get better throughout the season. And like I said, it's only week one. I'm yeah, I don't want to react, overreact too much. It's like it's only one game. It's a one-game sample size. So it's like you have one bad game. But if he has another bad game against um, whoever they play next week, then we can start asking ourselves more questions about Baker and, and this offense. So it's just I thought the, um, I thought the Panthers are like they also might be in that frisky, maybe, maybe the frisky good category because I think they can be good. I don't know if they're going to be a playoff team. There might be a borderline team so like i said i'm gonna keep my I'll, i will also keep my eyes on the panthers this season 
So I don't, I'm like trying to think of who they play next week, but I can't think of it on the top of my head. But on the Browns side of things, obviously, they won game one without Deshaun Watson, with Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback. And I thought Jacoby, you know, I think he, I think he just did his role all right. So, like, I'm not, I'm not going to dive too deep into Jacoby Brissett's, like, offensive or, or his play or anything like that. But there was, like, one play. I noticed or I saw on social media today I was like I was like that's kind of weird so I clicked on it and I saw the video where he did like a, a fake spike but then spiked it which I guess is technically illegal to do so it's like so he was going to like so I guess in the rule books you can't like take a step back and then like pretend that the f- fake spike it and then take another step back and then spike it because that would be an intentional grounding so, I mean, once you, you know, if the rules are if once you, if you're wanting to spike, you got to spike it right there and then you can't just fake spike it, take it two steps, two steps back and then spike it. So plus you would lose yardage. So I don't think you would want that. So uh, I think the Browns defense obviously played pretty well. I think Miles Garrett had like back to back sacks on Baker and then almost, almost got a strip sack. So that would have been uh, interesting to see there, but I'm not going to. Like I said, this was kind of this kind of one of those games I didn't watch too much of because like I wanted to see if Baker was going to play well, but like the Browns got up to a pretty big lead and then obviously Baker kind of got him back into it and was potentially going to win the game and then uh, the Browns ended up kicking a game-winning field goal, so obviously that didn't happen. So this was a good win for the Browns. They obviously needed this one to uh, make sure they stay in that playoff hunt when Deshaun Watson gets back from his 11-game suspension. Um, like I said, I think as long as like they're as long as Jacoby Brissett just plays his game, doesn't do anything out of his like out of his like usual. I don't know, like so like if Jacoby Brissett wanted to really show the world that he can do this or do that, no, you just got to be within, be be him and nothing else. Like you just got to play football. You just got to play you. Don't do anything crazy. Just play. Be the person you were meant to be, or or be be the quarterback who we brought you in to be. Don't. Don't be Deshaun Watson. Obviously, don't be Deshaun Watson. He's a pervert. Um, I guess that's really it for this game. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, I guess maybe if Matt Rule, like if if it continues on, if the if the Panthers continue to maybe lose, I think Matt Rule might be on the hot seat. He definitely is on the uh, lukewarm. I think right now, but like I said, it's only week one. Let's not overreact too much. So, uh, let's go to my my Chicago Bears, and this game was interesting because I generally thought the Bears had a legitimate chance of winning this game because I was like, all right, the Bears probably might have actually have a legitimate chance to win because the only reasoning that I thought I was like, well, because Trey Lance is playing in his first game, he's not going to play as well, and I thought the like the Bears were like, all right, you know, because I the Bears have a pretty, you know, they usually have a pretty okay do us like either they are the defense is usually pretty solid or pretty great so i was like all right the defense this year might be just solid enough they might um make trey lance uh struggle a little bit which obviously they did i thought the bears defense did a pretty good job of like really um frustrating trey and in their coverage and just putting pressure on him because like trey need because i feel like one obviously we we all know as football fans that trey lance haven't hasn't played too much as a as a quarterback, obviously he played the one season in North Dakota State. Then he played that one exhibition game with the North Dakota State Bisons in that weird game, 
and then he played like three games last year with the 49ers and got a limited amount of reps. So it's like one of those like mm, we don't know what Trey Lance can or cannot or could or could not be or something like that. So uh, Trey Lance is still a work in progress, I think. Trey Lance has the potential to be a really good player in the future, but just right now I think he's a bit too inconsistent with his throws. Like he's really mobile, and I think he does things well, and we can we see those things during the game. And like here's the thing, I wasn't really gonna watch too much of the game because I knew the Bears were probably gonna lose. But then when I saw the weather and then that it was raining a shit ton, I was like, oh shit, maybe the Bears actually do. Like I said, I actually have a legitimate chance because it's gonna be raining, and both teams are gonna struggle trying to pass the ball. On the Bears side of things, it's like, well, I knew the Bears were going to struggle on offense because obviously they don't they don't have any weapons for Justin Fields to succeed offensively. But it's like, dang, I didn't know they were going to struggle that much in the first half, which they did. They almost looked like a Big Ten West offense team in a sense. So it was really bad to watch them. Obviously, Justin had that one turnover in the first half. I was like, oh, nice. Justin's going to continue to do that all season. But then, obviously, the second half happened, I think, because I think in the first half they were in shotgun a lot of the times, and then then they went under the center and did play action sets, so where where they could at least draw the defense in, and then Justin Fields could either make plays of his legs or make plays running, rolling out to the to the right and making throws. Because I think he's slightly better making passes when he's on the run. Obviously, if you keep him inside the pocket, he's just gonna get sacked because the offensive line's not get that good. So we might as well just try and our best to get him outside the pocket so he can at least have a better chance of one succeeding to living on it making make sure he's not going to die in the in any point because our offensive line is going to maybe get him hurt and we don't want that obviously for justin nobody wants him to get hurt um anyways so it was just one of those things where um i mean yeah that was a really 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 windy game that was or not windy, but it was really rainy. I mean, that was a really r- rainy day. I mean, like at first, like it wasn't raining that much, but like before the game, obviously it rained pretty hard. But like during the game, it stopped. I mean, it was more drizzling most of the game to like the fourth quarter, where it just went a downpour and like where you barely could do anything offensively. So it was really tough for the Niners. I thought, and like I thought, typically the Niners are like are sort of that team where they. They just want to run the ball down your throats and then play great defense, which is kind of like the rainy day would be great for, but I guess not for this day. So uh, the Bears ended up winning 19-10. to Obviously, Justin Fields getting the one particular uh, great play he did was the um, where he was uh, did a play action. He rolled to his uh, left, or no, did he escape to his left? I don't I just remember him going to the left left side of the field because uh, he was one running for his life because again our offensive line is not that great but anyways he rolled to his left he saw a person wide open on the right side of the field throws there across the field obviously uh what's his name i'm trying to think of his name penance penance was wide open and obviously he scores that touchdown for 50 yards so that was great to see obviously those are the plays we were always wanting to see justin fields make because obviously he's that kind of player who can make those type of plays um so yeah, I mean, it's, and obviously, I want the Bears to to um, make. Um, I want them to be able to run the ball better because I think they didn't run the ball as effectively as they could have. And granted, the Niners' defense is really solid, 
is really good and like your d-line is gonna be really good obviously so i it's like one of those things where i knew i was like ah, i need i would like to see the bears try to run the ball better but i knew that they were probably gonna run as well because they maybe should have because um you know the niners defense is really good and it's just one of the things where i knew we weren't gonna run the ball as well because of the old line and this uh, running backs that we sort of have. I mean, there's, I mean, they're like David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert are, are good running backs, but they're not like Jonathan Taylor level. So it was just one of those things where I knew we're going to probably struggle a little bit. So uh, next game, before I continue on talking about my bears, um, or I guess I want to maybe talk just one more thing about the Niners. Uh, we have an update. Uh, Elijah Mitchell it's going to be out for two months, it sounds like, with uh, some kind of injury. And at one point, if Trey Lance continues to struggle, maybe when do uh, the Niners put in Jimmy G? I'm just, that was just a question I thought I'd ask. Because like at, at any point during the season, if Trey Lance continues to struggle, when are we going to see Jimmy G back on the field? Because I feel like if he continues to struggle, I feel like you got to put him in at some point. So that's just, that's just my thoughts. I'm just saying. So, um, I don't think he, I don't think Trey Lance is going to continue to struggle that much. But if he does, that's just you know that's just a question that everybody is going to start asking, like on ESPN, Fox, just you know all these football talking shows, all these talk shows are going to be like, when is Tra- when is Jimmy G going to come on the field? Because Trey Lance is not playing well. So, like I said, it's going to be interesting. So let's move on to the next game before I just keep rambling on. Uh, we got the uh, Bengals Steelers. This this game was pretty wild. Uh, the Bengals uh, they should have won this game. Like realistically, they should have won this game. Uh, Joe Burrow did not play well at all. He had a horrible game. Had five turnovers, four picks, the one fumble. It was not. It was not not a good game for Joe Burrow. Obviously, the uh, question I was gonna have. Also, I forgot to mention this on the top of the show. I was gonna have my cousin Owen on, but. He had some schoolwork to do, so luckily I couldn't get him on. So I guess I was going to ask him this question. He's like, do we need to be worried about Joe Burrow's performance in today's game? I think not, but it was kind of like one of those things. Like I think he'll watch the film and then move on from it because I think he's still a good enough quarterback where he can make those. He can watch the film and make make sure not to make those throws anymore. So uh, I think I think Joe Burrow will be fine. So. Uh, let's see what else. I think the O line still needs uh, still needs time to get gelled together and play well as a team because I felt because Joe Burrow also got it up getting like sacked seven times and that was always a concern we had with Joe Burrow and the Bengals that their offensive line was not very good and he always got sacked continuously and that was still kind of the case this uh, yesterday. But obviously the Steelers D line is really good. Uh, we just need I think the Bengals offensive line just needs to continue to gel and just needs to work together on getting better. So uh, it's going to take time for sure. Uh, but anyways, uh, Jamar Chase is still good at football, so we learned that. Uh, long snappers are, 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 are also very important to a team. So if you don't have a long snapper, you're not going to be able to kick field goals, as we learned from the Bengals. Because like uh, the one snap that could have potentially won him in overtime got was napped high, and the holder had to grab it and put it down real quick. And obviously... Evan McPherson couldn't be able to uh, catch it or, or put it or make the kick. I guess I should have said. So it was one of those. It was definitely a weird game. Um, 
I mean, they definitely should have won it when they scored the touchdown and they could have uh, scored the extra point, but obviously that didn't happen because they got blocked by the Steelers. So uh, special teams unit needs to improve, obviously, within the next week. So uh, I'm (laughs) wow, I can't speak right now. Thoughts on the Steelers? Uh, Mitch might be back. He might be uh, very good. No, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I think Mitch did a pretty solid job today. I don't think he did, or not today, but yesterday I thought he did, he did all right. Obviously their offense still isn't that great, but I think they did just enough where he, um, I believe that he can continue to, to succeed. Um, I mean, their runoff or their rushing offense isn't still not that great. I think the offensive line needs to do a better job of trying to, uh, win in the trends and trying to get Najee Harris, um, you know, more or get you know what's the words I'm looking for? Night like they just need to um, help Najee out. If they're gonna continue to run the ball because like if they're not gonna block or anything, Najee Harris is not gonna be able to uh, be successful if he's not gonna be able to run. So like it was like one of those things. Like it was not it was not good. Um, on top of that, let's see what else do I have in my notes here? I guess. Uh, stat line was like they had like 22 carries for 75 yards. Obviously, Najee Harris said, or there was a report out that Najee Harris got hurt, but it sounds like he's gonna be good to go for um, next week's game against the Pats. Uh, JJ ended up getting hurt too. I don't. They are trying to get some second and third options from doctors to see if he needs surgery. Because if he needs surgery, he's gonna be out for the year. But if he doesn't, it's gonna be like a six to eight uh, injury. And also their third down offenses needs to improve. Their stat line was uh, 4 of 15 from third downs. Uh, they need to cut down on penalties or is eight penalties for them. So, yeah, it was definitely like one of the games you were probably, if you weren't watching it and then you watch it at the end, you're like, oh, my gosh, this game has been crazy. Because, like, at one point, the Steel, like I said, because Joe Burrow did not play well at all because I kept turning the ball over. And the Steelers, there's a one point we're up 17 to 7, or no, it was at some other. But no, they were up, they were up a good amount of points. And they just, I just thought they, um, they could have played better. But, anyways, uh, let's move on here to the uh, Eagles as the Eagles uh, beat the Detroit Lions. Uh, Detroit's going to be like, I don't know if Detroit's going to continue to be this team where they're just going to keep losing like games by like three points or a heartbreakers or something like that. I think, I like I said in the Hot Takes episode in my podcast where I said that Detroit might win seven games. Obviously, this could have been one of them if they just, I feel like they could have played better. DeAndre Swift played well. Um, Agent Hodgson probably played well. I didn't watch too much of the game because it started getting to be a blowout and it was kind of hard trying to flip it back and forth and pay attention to my Bears and trying to pay attention to it. all the other games. So I was trying to watch it as much as possible. Like, if I was back home in my apartment and had three TVs going, I probably would have watched a bit more of this. But, um, anyways, uh, Jalen Hurts, I thought, did good things in the offense. He obviously, I thought he passed pretty well. Uh, I thought the defense for the uh, Eagles needed to slightly play it slightly better. I felt like they did good things, and then there were moments where they didn't do as well as I everyone probably thought they could have. And I also think the Eagles might be a sneaky, sneaky dark horse team to watch out for in the playoffs. Because if, like I said, if continue, if Jalen Hurts continues to continue to get better at football and they continue to get better on the de- defensive side, I think it's going to be a sneaky team to watch out for in the playoffs for sure. I even said, like, in, I put out a tweet saying that 
the Philadelphia Eagles will be the number one seed in the NFC. So if that happens, I'm just saying I would like some respect for calling in. Um, on the I already kind of covered it on the Lions side, so that was pretty much it. I want to, like I said, I don't want to go too much into games that people don't really want to hear too much about. Um, Colts Texans they tied. Like that's just simple as that. There's nothing really much to talk about. Um, at Ryan and them need to. Uh, I feel like their offense needs to uh, slightly improve within the next week or so, because I don't because they kind of started off really slow and then they kind of picked it up at the end, like just like the Carolina Panthers did. So they need to start fast and not start slow. So um, Matt Ryan and them, I've you know because here's the weird thing about um, the Colts offense, like they obviously they have Jonathan Taylor who's really good, but like their wide receivers aren't that great. Like they have Michael Pittman, but he's like that he's about it. So, like, it's it's going to be one of those things where I'm just like, all right, well, I feel like the Colts should be better. And, obviously, I put that in that tweet that the Colts would be the number one seed in the AFC, too. So, I don't know. I think, that, uh, like I said, I think the Colts just need to uh, start fast in the, in the game and not start slow. And they just need to find more, get in more into a rhythm and stuff like that. As for the Texans, they're still going to be bad, regardless of whoever is their coach or players are so so it was just a tie i think there was at one point like lovey smith trying to uh people were asking lovey smith why he didn't go for it like i said i didn't watch too much of the game but there was like a scenario where just lovey smith probably should have gone for gone for the win in overtime but he's like i just he was like i just felt like we could have i don't know but anyways let's move on i'm gonna not try and embarrass myself trying to keep talking about the texans because nobody cares about the texans uh, we got Pats, Patriots. Let me take a sip of water here. Ugh, my mouth was going to die on me if I didn't take a water sip. Okay. Uh, thoughts on the Patriots? Uh, the Patriots offense did not look good. You know what my overall take was basically from week one? There was a lot of offense that didn't look that good. Now, granted, it's week one. It takes time. But, like, there was a lot of offense that didn't look that good. I was kind of like a bit shocked by some of the offense out there that didn't look that great. Um, but yeah, the Patriots are for one for sure did not look great. Is Mac Jones still the guy? People are asking, is he still the franchise quarterback for them? All that stuff. Because you know they obviously lost Josh McDaniels to the Raiders, so that kind of makes uh, I feel like that hurts their offense a bit because he's obviously a great offensive mind. And Mac Jones seemed like getting comfortable with him. And now they got a new one. And plus, they don't even know. Nobody knows who's actually calling the plays. If it's either that um, Josh or what's his name? Matt Patricia or Joe, Joe Judge. They're like co-offensive coordinators, which is kind of weird in a sense. So it's kind of weird. Um, yeah, the Patriots are going to. I don't think the Patriots are going to be good this year. But like I said, it's week one. I'm not trying to overreact as much as possible, but I don't like I. I think they're not gonna be that good. Um, for the Dolphins side of things, the reasons why I think they won is because they won the turnover battle, the gutsy calls by the coach, uh, and then obviously the uh, the defense stepped up, and obviously I thought Tua did also stepped up in a sense. I thought obviously adding Tyree Kill to your offense helps a whole lot, but I just thought the um, um, Tua played pretty solid. So I'm hoping to uh, see more out of Tua this year. Because we all want to see Tua succeed, I think he's got real potential. But like, like I said, it's just it's gonna take time. Obviously, like Tyreek Hill, 
did a great job of helping Tua out this year, or not this year, but this or this game out. So yeah, it was nice seeing uh, Tua play well. And then for the uh, let's see, next game we have is the uh, Ravens and Jets. Thoughts on the Jets? They're still not good yet, but they're they're still in the right they're heading in the right direction for sure. Um, give Brees Hall the ball. I'm just saying, give him the ball. One, he's on my fantasy team, and two, I just like Brees Hall. Um, yeah, Joe Flacco is still not pretty good. I think their defense is looking okay. I don't know. It's just the Jets. I didn't watch too much of the game either because like they couldn't score any points because they're playing the Ravens and the Ravens are good and. Plus, Joe Flacco was their quarterback, so it's like, you're really going to watch Joe Flacco and the Jets, or you rather watch somebody else? I'm like, I'd rather just watch somebody else. Uh, on the Ravens side of things, Lamar Jackson finally throwing the ball down the field instead of just running in the middle where his tight ends are usually open. So, good for Lamar. And I still don't really like their wide receivers that much. Rashad Bateman and Devon Duvall, is that his name? I think I'm saying it right. Aren't still not that good. I feel like they could definitely get, I don't know. I just feel like their offense is still limiting Lamar's potential. Like, he's still really athletic, and he's going to be able to run and throw it and all that stuff. But it's like, for his receivers, though, I feel like they're not going to be, they're almost in a sense like the Packers, but, like, we'll get to the Packers in a minute. So it's like their wide receivers aren't still that great. But if someone out there from the Ravens or just people that like Lamar want to tell me that I'm wrong, then go right ahead. Please tell me that I'm wrong because I would love to hear that I'm wrong about it. Um, I think the defense is still like I, I think the defense is still like pretty good. They did they did they did a great job only in the holding the Jets to a nine points there. So I think the Ravens will be just fine. So we'll see how they continue on throughout the season. It's just week one. They played the Jets, so I was expecting them to probably win that one. So uh, let's move on to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Washington Commanders. First year as the uh, Commanders, and uh, Joshua and Dobbins and Carson Wentz both pretty both played pretty good. I asked my question. I was like, "Is Carson Wentz might be good again?" I was like, "Well, we got to see more of Carson Wentz to play more." But he actually played pretty well. The first, there was like like what first quarter and a half, he had like two touchdowns. And then he threw it to two picks. And then he threw two more touchdowns. So he had four touchdowns and four and two picks. So it's like, well, I mean, he looked good at, on paper. It was like, oh, all right, we got through, he threw four touchdowns. But, you know, it's just it's Carson Wentz. So, and plus he threw the ball for 300 yards. So I feel like that's pretty solid. Uh, good for Carson Wentz. Um, Jags, like I kind of said with the Jets, they're not going to be any good this year. I just want to see Trevor Lawrence continue to continue uh, make progress and continue to show that he's going to be a really good player because obviously he was a number one pick like two years ago. So we want to see him continue to make strides and make sure he's the franchise quarterback for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars because no one wants to see the kid fail because we all want to see him succeed. Oh. Slightly tired today. Um because we all saw him play well at Clemson, and I was like one of the guys. I was like, man, I would love to have him on the Bears, but that was during that time frame where the Bears weren't gonna be um, any bad, so we couldn't get him. So yeah, that was my thoughts on Jacksonville. Let's move on here to the next game. We got Giants and Titans. Is Saquon Barkley back? Because that's what I'm thinking. I think Saquon might be back. Get it? He ran the ball 18 times for 164 yards. 
He had a 68 and a 33 yarder. He had a four yard touchdown run. He cut the ball six times for 30 yards. This, I mean, this is definitely one of his better performances he's had in a while. Uh, Dayball might actually be a good. He might be actually a good fit for the Giants. So shout out to uh, Dayball there and the Giants. So um, yeah, I think the Giants. I was over under. I think six and a half. So they might. They might get there. They might get there. They're gonna be an interesting team to watch for sure. Uh, we got the Titans now. I think the Titans definitely might be missing uh, AJ Brown because. Obviously, he played pretty well today for Detroit. He had, like, what, 10 catches for 80, 189 yards. So, yeah, I think they might be missing him. And I don't know why they ended up trading him, which is kind of weird. It's like, just pay the man. Like, you have money. Just pay the man. He's one of your better wide receivers. But now they don't have him. And now they're just not succeeding on offense. Uh, I feel like the Titans not be good this year. I'm starting to, you know, obviously, this is, like I said, I'm trying not to overreact as too much as possible. But I just think the Titans not, might not be good this year. They might be one of the um, bad teams, or not bad teams. They're just not gonna be. They're just not gonna be gonna be. They might be okay. They might be like the frisky good category almost. So it's gonna be interesting to see how uh, Tennessee does. I think Ryan Tannehill is like still pretty solid. Like he can get you more and wins. He could probably win you a couple games just by him being the quarterback. Um, so yeah, I think. Let's see what do we got. Oh, next game we got the. Uh, Chiefs and Cardinals. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is still pretty good. Pretty good at football. So, lesson learned. Let's not let's not ever doubt Patrick Mahomes if he's gonna be good at football. I mean, nobody was really doubting it, but it was just more the offensive scheme if he was gonna get if he was going to uh, take a step back because he doesn't have Tyreek Hill anymore. But I think that obviously we saw t- yesterday that the offense still looks pretty great, and they weren't they didn't really take a step back. They just took a step forward. And they're just going to continue on without having Tyree Kill. And I think their offense, like I said, just did a great job. I didn't, I've, you know, Tyree, or not Tyree, but Travis Kelsey had a great game. He was honestly on my fantasy team. So I was good, glad about that for him doing well. Uh, the defense was pretty solid. And obviously, they play the cards. I mean, not, not obviously, but, you know, it was just one of those things where you saw, you're like, okay. The defense looks pretty solid. Uh, I was a bit shocked by that because I thought the defense for the Chiefs might might take a step back because they lost. Uh, what was his name? Um, I'm going to blank. Oh, um, uh, gosh, I'm Ty- Tyron Matthew. I thought yeah, they might take a step back because they lost him. They might lost a couple other players. I felt like, but anyways, um, it was good to see the defense for the Chiefs to uh, play play great football and all that stuff and. Yeah, I think the Chiefs are still going to be a team to recommend or not to, uh, uh, what's the words I'm looking for? Gosh, this is how you know you're kind of becoming an tiring day almost. I, I did a lot of work. But anyways, I'm doing all this research for teams and you're like trying to cram in all this information, you know. So um, what else was I going to say about the Chiefs? They're, st- they're still going to be a, f- a threat to be to come out of the AFC, potentially go to the Super Bowl, all that stuff. So that's basically what I was trying to say. Okay, for the Cardinals. Uh, I don't know. This was just probably one of those games. You just don't worry about it. And if you're a Cardinals fan, there's probably some concerns about some things, but I just felt like they... Um, I don't know. I was trying to think what else to uh, say about the Cardinals. It's like... 
I guess we can blame Call of Duty for making Kyler Murray not play well, so we can say that, I guess. Um, we could also say maybe Cliff Kingsbury didn't have the right... Um, I don't know. It's just one of those games where I was watching the game and I was like, well, I just want to see the Chiefs. And there wasn't really much to say about the Cardinals because I think they just simply just played bad. So it's going to be like one of those games for the Cardinals. You just say, all right, we're just going to watch the film and forget about it. Does that ever happen? We got 60 more games. So, yeah, you got 60 more games. All right, we got uh, two more games to talk about. Yeah, three. Actually, never mind. Three, yeah. We got three more games. The next game we got is the uh, Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers. My thoughts on the Chargers are they might actually go to the Super Bowl this year. Like, they are actually really good. Um, their defense played lights out. I thought uh, Justin Herbert obviously playing at elite football. I think he might win MVP. So, I mean, I don't know if he might, but he's definitely going to be in the conversation for sure. Because I think, like I said, he played, he was playing great football, all that stuff. Man, okay, so I'm currently recording this during the football during fo- Monday Night Football, and they're doing all the picks, and, like, they're making this game seem kind of close. I'm like, you guys really think this game's going to be close? I mean, come on now. They all had it within a touchdown. I was like, you guys not understand this is Russell Wilson's revenge game? Are you just trying to get the viewers to stay and then make sure, like, oh, this could be a good game, all that stuff? I'm like, are you just trying to make sure that we stay through all four quarters or something like that? So... Um, anyways, let's get back on track here. Uh, yeah, I think the Chargers are actually really good. Uh, I was really, uh, was really pleased uh, to see what the Chargers were doing on offense and defensively. Um, I just, uh, I just don't see how they may. I mean, they may. I don't know if they'll win the division because, like, obviously that division is gonna be really tough. But like, I think they, I think they legitimately have they have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. So. Uh, yeah, that's my thoughts on the Chargers. Um, thoughts on the Raiders? Uh, I think their offensive line still needs work for sure. Um, I think the Raiders will be will end up being fine long term. Short term, they're probably or well, short term they'll be fine. Long term, the offensive line still needs work, and Devontae Adams and Derek Carr will probably will start getting more into rhythm and start making plays for this offense because um because of like. Devontae Adams is still one of the better wide receivers in the league. Obviously, they're off, the other offensive, offensive weapons they have, they need to, I know, continue to step up and make sure they play well. I mean, they can't just all rely, rely on Devontae Adams to make all the plays. So it's going to be very, it's going to be interesting to see how the next like couple weeks go for the Raiders if, they're off of, if their offense is going to continue to get better or not. Because I think. I think the Raiders' defense played pretty solid. I mean, obviously, Justin Herbert played out of his, I thought, made some incredible throws. But, like, I thought the Raiders, like, if they weren't playing the Chargers, they probably could have won. They probably would have won week one because I think they're pretty, they're, like I said, I think they'll be fine. I think they're still going to win plenty of games this year. So, it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, do throughout the season. All right, let's do uh, second to last game here. We got the Packers and Vikings. Um, Thoughts on the Packers? Their wide receivers stink. They straight up stink. Now, I'm going to say this wholeheartedly saying that I am a Bears fan and I love talking to Mac about the Packers. I will try my best not to be biased. So, But they do stink. Their wide receivers do stink. And I think a lot of the Packers fans would agree their wide receivers aren't that good. Like, obviously, they didn't have Island Lazard yesterday. He was hurt. But, like, the other one, like, Christian Watkins had a wide, he was wide open for a touchdown. And he just dropped it. 
dropped it in his hands. Simply dropped it, and Aaron Rodgers was not happy. He was not a happy camper with his wide receivers. So it's going to be interesting to see how the um, how the season goes with this offense. Because I like I initially thought that the Packers offense. I I'm, I was about. To, I feel like I'm the only one who thought that the Packers offense was not going to be any good. And maybe some of the Packers outfit or some Packers fans probably thought the same thing. Like I just. Like they're gonna struggle. Like their run, like their rush offense might be all right, and Aaron Jones is gonna be good. But like otherwise, like Aaron Rodgers is gonna struggle passing the ball because he's got a bunch of nobodies out there. He's got Alan Lazard, Christian Rockins, Sammy Watkins, and Randall Cobb. Really gonna trust those four guys. Those three guys, all four of those guys would be like wide receivers two, three, and four maybe. Like. They don't have a wider. They don't have a RB one. They don't have a Justin Jefferson. They don't have a Devontae Adams. Well, they could have if they just didn't trade him or paid him money. Um, but anyways, it's just are we and like I guess I also I also wrote down in my notes. I was like maybe Aaron Rodgers if he's gonna if he's gonna survive the season he might have to take some more ayahuasca. I'm like if he's gonna survive the season and he wants to be chill he might have to do uh, some more ayahuasca because oh hoy. This offense is going to suck. Oh, I'm just going to love it every moment if they continue to suck. Um, and I also kind of thought this, this um, are we sure if the Green Bay Packers defense is good? Are we Are we sure? Because I feel like, you know, they're always, like, pretty solid and they always, like, do, like, stupid. I, I don't know. I, just, I always feel like the Packers defense is not as good as we think they are. I don't know. I just think there are still some flaws, but like I don't know, it's 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 interesting for sure. See, and I, maybe again, I'm trying trying my best not to be biased about the Packers because I do, I generally just don't like the Packers. All right, let's get to Minnesota. My thoughts are they might win the NFC North. I think they got a legitimate chance of winning the NFC North. Obviously, the Bears don't have a chance, and obviously Detroit wouldn't have a chance. So Minnesota is about the only ones who have a chance of winning the NFC North which I think they do. Uh, Jeffrey Jefferson might be a candidate for Offensive Player of the Year because he obviously went off yesterday. He had a great game. And are we going to, as the media, I guess I'm including myself in the media, are we finally going to respect Kirk Cousins this season? So those are my uh, thoughts on Minnesota for sure. Uh, The defense did well, I think. I don't know. I keep I keep saying that like a lot of these teams' defense did well, but like at like I like I'm trying to think what team what team defense didn't do well. Well, probably the Cardinals. They didn't do well. Um, who else didn't do well? Probably the Jaguars' defense didn't do well. The Jets' defense did okay. Like it, was, it wasn't good. It wasn't great. It was just okay. I'm trying to think of anybody else kind of sucked for defensively. Um. Who else kind of sucked? I'm trying to think. But yet again, it was kind of like my previous statement. It's like not all the offense were that great. So it kind of made it look like some defense actually played pretty well. So, um, But no. Okay, let's let's just move on because there isn't really too much to talk about in this game otherwise. All right, we got the final game here for Sunday. Uh, we had Dallas and the Buccaneers. My thoughts on Dallas is their offense was not good. I felt like their pass offense didn't play that or it was wasn't that good. Uh they had, like their wide receivers it's basically the same thing with Green Bay. They only got one wide receiver and and actually the slightly different cuz I actually have CD Lamb. CD Lamb's actually a pretty good talented player. 
I mean, like Green Bay would love to have CeeDee Lamb, but as I mean, who else does Dallas wide receivers even have? I don't even know. Like they got a bunch of nobodies. Like just there's like Green Bay. It's crazy. They uh, got nobodies. Uh, but no, Dak did get hurt. I mean, prior to the injury, though, I mean, it felt like that Dak didn't really perform well. I mean, now, granted, the Bucks defense is pretty solid, and they're going to be pretty great again this year, I think. So, um, no, he get hurt. he got hurt. Um, he injured he injured his thumb, his throwing thumb, where he can't grip the ball. If you know, if you can't, if you're not going to be able to grip the ball, you're not going to be able to throw the ball either. So he's going to be out for six to eight weeks. I think he might be back for week nine, potentially. Gosh. Um, and also, my other thoughts were, uh, Mike McCarthy might possibly get fired. If if they're going to have a bad season this year, I think he might get fired. Now, granted, he's going to lose his quarterback for eight weeks, so it's not his fault if they're going to suck. But I think they're going to not do well, regardless, even if Dak wasn't even injured. I just thought their pass offense just didn't seem that great. And, and maybe they could have turned it around, but, you know, it was just one of those things. It's like... What is Dallas doing? They're, why are they sucking on offense? And I feel like some of the Cowboys fans, if you're listening to this, would maybe tend to agree with this about them. It's like, well, I, we, you know, it's all Mark Picardy. He sucks. So it's like, yeah, we all know, but you mean, you gotta let Dak Prescott's kind of play better. So, um, thoughts on the box? Well, Tom definitely didn't didn't play at his best for sure. He didn't play at his level. I thought. Um, I thought the, like I said, I thought the defense played well. They only let Dallas scored what six? Was it six points or three points? How many points did Dallas score yesterday? Let me look this up. I don't even remember how many points they scored. Let's see, they scored. Where is the Packers? Game? There we go. Three points. Never mind. It was nineteen to three. I almost forgot. For some reason, I thought they scored another another field goal, but nope, they scored three points. So yeah, good job, Bucks. Um. Tom Brady definitely, you know, having those like 11 days off and having those rumors about what he potentially was doing during those 11 days off and having like he was retired and unretired. It's kind of like a weird off season for the Bucks for sure. So it's going to be interesting to see if they, um, if they're going to make some, if their offense is going to get better. Cause I thought they, they actually have all the talent. They have all the weapons for offense. They just need to uh, their offensive lines. But I think it's their. I think the offensive line is mainly the key for this season. If they're gonna, if it's gonna go well for the, uh, if it's gonna go well for the um, Buccaneers or not, because because if um, Russell, if Tom Brady doesn't get out time in the pocket, he's not gonna be able to. Uh, they're not gonna be able to win football games. So yeah. All right. Oh man, that was a lot of that was a lot of information for you guys. If you like this episode, please make sure you subscribe to the uh, uh, YouTube and podcast. The podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, whatever you're listening to this. Make sure you subscribe and all that. Um, anything else? Um, like I said, I was hoping to get Owen on this episode, but I think I can get him on the next one. He had, he had some schoolwork and stuff. And also, if you want... Yeah, I'll just make a quick petition on, on this game because it's about to kick off. I think the Broncos are going to win by uh, 14 points. So I don't think Seattle's very good. And Russell Wilson's going to just let his team, his old team up. So it's going to be fun to watch that. Um, what else is there? Just, I feel like I'm trying to make sure I get mention everything. So like I said, subscribe to the podcast on 
podcast platforms and in the YouTube. And make sure you uh, leave a comment or rate, rated five stars, all that fun stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at Tweet Show, T W E D T Show. And um, yeah, I think I'm going to have the next episode out. Um, trying to think. Probably Thursday or Friday, I think I'm going to have the next episode out. That one will just probably be. Um, or I might be doing one a little bit earlier because I'm going to try and get one about more about what happened in college football and all the other sports that happened and all the other stuff that went down this week. But for sure, Friday will probably be the uh, week two preview. So um, with that being said, though, I appreciate everybody listening. I'll see you guys next time.